If you're suffering from post-bond depression, then this is your support group. Hello. Hello. My name is Adam. I'm Ryan. This is Ryan and Adam's uh, podcast show thing. thing. Hi. It's good to be <laughs> back. I feel like it's been a while, but really, it's only agreed. It's only been a week, right? It's only a- been a agreed. week. It feels like it's been a while because the Bond ones were so unique, and then I was away for a week, so I got a post-vacation depression going on myself, so it's weird. It's weird being back, but I'm excited. So you have Bond depression, post-vacation depression, and just regular... Regular boilerplate (laughs) run-of-the-mill depression. (laughs) I just, uh, before we move on any further, I want to thank... everyone that listened to those bond episodes because they were huge people they were huge let's make them huge or tell your bond friends uh you know get those get those numbers up they yeah they can be bigger but they were they were big it was a major success and i just want to thank everyone that's it that's all from me just wait until our mission impossible podcast is gonna blow all your asses (laughs) apart that's a great idea uh is my voice coming through okay? It sounds better than ever, if you oh, ask great. me, old pal. All right. Hey, uh, speaking of huge things that are happening in this podcast, we got a guest today that, let's just say, big fish. Big fish. Uh, I am amazed that he agreed to do this. I figured this would be way beneath him, but... Daniel Janicek is here. He's oh. Skyping from across the nation to be with us today. 
And I think we should all we sh- we should all bow down before him. It's that big fish. I thought it was going to be Ewan McGregor. No, it's gonna it's uh, <laughs> Brian Cox. Who else was in that? Was that Brian Cox in that movie? DeVito. I don't know. Who cares? Hey, what's <laughs> up, Dan? Yo, what's going on? I tried to bail on this plenty of times, but had <laughs> of tricked me into this conversation. So I guess I'm here. Hey, hey, hello, hi. What's up? I don't think I've spoken to you in years, actually. No, uh, seriously, probably in years. I'm actually really excited to talk to you, Ryan, specifically, um, because you said something to me one of the last times we hung out that I, I think about a lot. Do you know uh, any, any idea what it is? Uh, I, I don't, and I'm a little nervous. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not bad. So, okay, all right. Um, you, you came to my... Uh, going away party yes. back in 2014. Wow. Uh, and I did, I did not go away very long. And, you know, I, I, you, you came over, you guys came over, we ate and drank and had a good time. And, uh, and I came back a lot sooner than expected. And when I came back, you came up to me, you're like, damn, I going away party. I saw you sooner than when you weren't going away. So I'm not going to say bye to you because next time I see you, if I say that, you'll be back in like two weeks. So fuck it. <laughs> um, and I was, uh, I was thinking about that while we we're going to have this call. Um, I just, that, that stuck with me, man. I don't even remember that. In fact, the last time I remember seeing you was your going away party in 2014, <laughs> so, which, which felt like a couple of years ago to me, which is crazy. But when was, I don't remember this. I don't remember it. Yeah, I came back in the fall of that, of like late that year, I came back, and it was probably like a good like six or seven months since I saw you, and um, and that that was probably the last time. I mean, maybe I've seen you at like a random party or show or something since then, but I haven't been back a bunch since then either, so yeah. like it's in the night, man. Uh, just, yeah, it's been a while. Just so the listener knows, uh, Dan was the drummer in my high school bands, high school and college bands. He's, he's my number one drummer. He was the first drummer I ever played with. And uh, I've known him since first grade. First grade, 1994, probably, is when I met you. Yeah, yeah probably since first grade. Um, I'm planning on being the last drummer you ever play with because I want to be there at your death. Um, <laughs> I Playing you off into the sunset like taps, but with a drum set. If you get terminally ill, Adam, we've got to yeah. plan that. All right. Can, can you come over as soon as possible then? <laughs> uh, and then Dan also did some globe hopping. I, I was trying to figure out where you've gone because I didn't, I never thought you were going to go that far, you know, distance wise. <laughs> and then you've done nothing but prove me wrong. And guess what? I, I live 10 miles from where I, I grew up. And you know what? I'm impressed. I had the under on that. <laughs> uh, Doesn't that mean that you won? I had the under on you. No, I had I had, I had under I had under ten miles. I had like oh yeah. under ten miles. I thought you were going to buy the Sabrini's house. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm close. I'm even closer to my hometown. I work for my hometown, so I got you both be in loserdom. I win. <laughs> but you- I I'm a I've been across. Yeah, I've I've been. Um, you know, working my way west for uh, since I was like eighteen. So ever since we graduated high school, I went a little bit west for college, and then kind of kept going. Colorado did the Midwest and Southwest thing for a little while. Um, went to California for a while. Went way west to the Philippines uh, and came on back. And I've been in Portland for uh, four and a half years, which is like insane, crazy. Yeah, man, dude, you've hit. Uh... You were in Colorado when it was super hip, and now you're in Portland, which until like a month ago was pretty hip, and now it's... <laughs> Whatever the hippest place is, you're there, man. You're there. Yo, insider knowledge, the next hip place, Fairbanks, Alaska. You gotta go. <laughs> Fairbanks, Fairbanks sa- Alaska. Why? Why is that going to be so hip? <laughs> well, think about it, man. There's, not, there's no white people, so it's got to be better than every place else in America. Yeah, you got me there. You got me there. <laughs> Let's all go no, there and ruin it I, for everyone. It's not, been, it's not been intentional. It's been, uh, I don't know, just kind of wanted to, to see new places. I never really, it's never like a wish of mine to like get out. Um, I just kind of kept 
finding cool shit to do and just kind of followed it to like to the end. You're a go with the flow kind of gent. I wish, man. The pro- you know what the problem is? I'm a go with the flow guy, but my flow went to f- it went to the sewer. You know, it just it was a it was a low flow. It didn't get me very far. Great for a toilet, not good for life. I'm like, let me go with the flow, and it took me about a mile from my house. <laughs> and this is it. You're like, no, I'm no. A f- I'm Come a on. floater. I'm a floater. I'm not getting any farther. Dude, go Ooh. with the low flow. <laughs> I know. Like I. Uh, I went on an RV trip and I'm like, oh, I'm going to tell these guys about how I went to these states and I can't top going all the way to the to fucking west. <laughs> Wait, where did where did you go? I saw the I saw the the highlights. I, I wanted to I, I wanted to know where you ended up. You took pictures of nothing that I recognized. We went up to um we had an RV and uh, which by the way was uncomfortable and uh, I had to publicly poop more than I wanted to do, but. All in all, I would much rather be in that tin can than come back fucking here. But uh, we went up to uh, New York and PA. We stopped a lot. We stopped in New Hampshire. We stopped in two different places in Maine. And then on the way down, we we did a thing in Rhode Island, and we stopped in Connecticut. So we just kind of did the whole coast, basically. Oh, yeah. It was cool. It was fun. It was. We saw some cool shit. I got to go to Stephen King's house, which was like my only thing I wanted to do, and we got to do it, which was awesome. He so, went all the way to Banger. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. Everyone's talking about, like, we're going to go to Acadia. We're going to go to... And I'm thinking, I- I've seen trees. I've seen lakes. I want to <laughs> see Stephen King's house. That's what I want to say. But we saw we saw it all. It was a lot of fun. It was a good time. And it- it's amazing how when you're on vacation, you- your brain feels okay, and then you get back, and it goes to shit again. I wish I was... I, I really wish we were still doing it. It was a great time. Yeah, man. No, that, I mean, Stephen King also wants to see his own house. He, you just can't anymore. So you know, you have that you know going for you above him. Uh, I, like, a, like an awesome trip. Who who all with? Me, uh, uh, previous guest Nick, uh, Jess, uh, previous guest Tom, and previous guest Chris. <laughs> all previous yeah. guests. Yeah, we filled that thing up. It uh, it smelled. There was some minor arguing, but mostly it went pretty smooth. It was. Uh, you know, there's always some minor arguing. Somebody goes crazy one night. But overall, <laughs> it was a pretty smooth, pretty cool trip. Uh, it was a lot of fun. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad we did it. Well, there's two different directions I can go here. I can either go the East Coast, West Coast direction or the Stephen King direction. Let's do both. Just pick which one you want to do first. All right, let's do the Stephen King direction. Now, All right. Ryan says there's Stephen King fans <laughs> and then there's Dark Tower fans. No. And, and, um, no, no, no. Now let me explain. Okay. I've read, I read the dark tower and I think a lot of King fans did, but I find a lot of times there's certain people who, um, seem to know those more than the other stuff. Like, like our previous, another previous guest, Josh Mooney, he was one of them where it's just like dark tower. I want to read the dark towers. And it's like, no, they're, they're I read them. I, I, you know, but I like the other stuff better i think so it just seems like there's oftentimes two kind of parties when it comes to that but i know that- yeah oh sorry um <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to respond to that no i don't <laughs> <laughs> so uh, i think that's a good theory do you mind if i spin off of it of course oh, well, that's why you're here, here so we're hoping yeah oh, yeah oh this is, is this, this live is this like is this like radio no. Uh, it's sort of like radio, except it's recorded <laughs> and uh, nobody listens to it. But go ahead. <laughs> it's like radio, but worse. So um, I think that uh, I, I don't think you're wrong. I think what happens is um, like Stephen King is such like a he's been around for so long. So when you're younger, he's like the spooky guy. He's like, if you're going to read horror shit, you're going to read Stephen King. And if you're like a little too young, it seems inaccessible. But the Dark Tower series is just like, you know, Lord of the Rings fantasy bullshit on the surface. Right. So it attracts younger readers. And if you stop there and you don't aren't an actual horror fan, that's like your only insertion. You're like, oh, like yeah, Dark Tower. That that is like that is what it is because it's so like easily digestible and like its lack of horror early on in the series. But I think like. If you have like a horror mindset, you go to the rest of this stuff. 
um, because you know that he's like the guy for all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I got into his horror stuff first when I was was in my, uh, probably too young to read it, frankly. But I did read the Dark Tower books young. I read them well, high school if you count that as young. But uh, I think it would almost be tough for me to reread them now. Another reason why I think people like them is because they like like series and like expanding universes. So they like being able to like read a whole series, and I think that's another appeal that people have to it. But I, I, I always enjoyed the. Uh, the horror stuff uh, more, but the Dark Tower were cool. I mean, I read them for sure. Yeah, I I read them all. I got I got into them. Um, I was like way I was like into them enough where he put out like prequel graphic novel shit. Like oh yeah, before that, like I read those. I was super super into it. You got me beat on that. Then you got me beat on those. That's not a proud moment. Um, <laughs> so like you know, I, I got I got into it, but then um, that's just there's just like a limit to that. Like there's a li- like that world is cool. I I like that it exists more than I like reading about it because the fact yeah. <laughs> is it ties all the other shit together. And I think like that's appealing in any media to be like, oh, there's deeper stuff. Like anytime there's an Easter egg in a movie, you're like, oh shit! Like you're referencing this other shit. I also yeah like. yeah people like that shit. It's always cool. So yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think we agree on this. That's it. <laughs> just in general i think we agree i uh, i just read it for the first time i really liked it did you like it i i've it, it's a little long it's yeah. a little long yeah but, common complaint yeah but it, you know i think it's really i think it's really good uh read the mist um the mist Yo. is strong um my wife's reading salem's lot right now um, that's good and she's read some of his newer stuff, like Gerald's Game and stuff. I, I never read. Um, I read. A, I've read a bunch of his new stuff. I never read Gerald's Game or um, The Mist, actually. But I, I, I've read uh, Salem's Lot. Salem's Lot's cool. Oh, dude, The Mist is like easy. You can read that. Like, yeah, it's like a short story. When I was in Maine, there was a lot of mist, and I just kept thinking, "Yo, The Mist." Oh, the Mist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, you, yeah. Check it out. Yeah, I. I um, I feel weird like calling myself a fan of Stephen King because I feel like I've read so little of him and like some challenge me on it. It sounds like you've read enough though. Like even I, I've read more than I even remember until people bring stuff up. Uh, But and I'm and I'm reading a short story thing now very slowly that I feel bad a coworker gave it to me and I feel like now I have to read it. So it's kind of like too much pressure. It's like homework, but uh. But even I feel bad, like being like I'm a Stephen King fan, because then someone will be like, "Oh yeah, how good was?" And they'll name the one thing like I don't fucking know. I mean, there's just so much shit. But you can call yourself a fan. I mean, there's people that call themselves the fans, and all they've done is seen the movies, and that's fine. I'll count that too. Like whatever. There's, well, there's enough movies at this point. Yeah. Yeah. In the movies, you've seen like hours of film. Right. You've seen enough, yeah, so you know if you generally like the guy. But, yeah, we saw his house. I would love it if you wanted to come and see my house, you know? So, if Stephen King, you're out there listening, you know, you can come see my house if you want. It's just as awesome. <laughs> we, we promise you. It's kind Adam, of I know, spooky. I know, you saw, I know you saw his house, too. I figure if you're going to be in Maine, uh, you, you, you might as well. Well, it's you pretty know? deep in Maine. It's Because, uh, sure, you can get to Portland, Maine, but then you got to go another two hours north. Well, we were deep. Well, we were deep. We were in a Bay Harbor. I mean, we were pretty deep in Maine as is. We were close to Banger. And Banger's got the um, Paul Bunyan statue, which is in it. So, like, it was right. just like you see the Paul Bunyan statue and you're like, all right, guys, we got to see Stephen King's house. Like, what is this shit? Like, we got to go there. So, I'm, I'm, yeah, I am glad we did it. To get to Banger and not go to the house would be a huge mistake. So, I'm glad Especially- that you made it. Especially when everyone in the RV has at least read something by him, we're all like, t- to certain degrees, fans. It was like, what are you, what are you gonna do? You're not, you're gonna not go. You gotta go. Well, and Maine is like the close enough but far enough place where like you could go whenever, but you'll probably never go again. Well, exactly. Maine's nice, and you're happy you went, and it's like cool. But what are the odds you're gonna go to Maine again? I mean, it's possible, but you're not gonna go too often. So you're there. You might as well do it. You won't end up there. Yeah, exactly. So what was the other thing you wanted to bring up, Adam? East versus West. <laughs> I wasn't done with Stephen King yet. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I, just, I just wanted continue. to know, because I'm not Dark Tower, man. I've never done Dark Tower, 
but I'm curious about this movie, and I know that the movie got panned, and I wanted to know if either of you guys had seen it. I'm just curious. I did not. I did not. I was told not to. Yeah. <laughs> I had a friend who's also a fan, because um, Idris Elba is like this, the lead. You're like, well, it's got to be at least decent. And he goes, yeah. it's, he's like, it's not even worth watching. It's not even like, oh, cool spectacle, like not even worth your time. I, I suspected that you couldn't correctly adapt that story. It's too fucking nuts. In fact, a lot of Stephen King stories, like even it, I, 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 and those movies were all right, but it's like there are certain things in those books where you're like, you just can't, you can't adapt it. It's too crazy. And I just knew Dark Tower was not going to work. And then that movie came out and everyone, I heard the same thing. People were just like, don't, don't see it. Don't bother. So I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to bother. Yeah, and then I, I heard that, they released, or they, Stephen King released a book at the very end that just upended the whole entire thing. Is that true? I didn't hear that. I don't know about that. Um, like a Dark Tower book? Yeah, or I don't know. Yeah, I think There's you were he, telling me about that. He, rele- he, he released one not too long ago that I that I didn't read, but I don't think he did one that uproot. I know he wasn't fond of it. It was one of those classic things where he has to say like, you got to go see this movie. And then it comes out and he's like, I knew it was going to suck. And it's like, <laughs> you, you know, he, but yeah, I, I don't think he, I don't think he liked it, but uh, I don't know if he released anything that like went against it. I don't remember. Uh, there's, there's weird shit at the end of that book. If you ever read it, Adam, that might be what you're talking about. But yeah. We would literally spoil eight books worth of shit. If we said what it was. So. Yeah. Uh, Dan, <laughs> without spoiling, what did you think of the ending? Because it's a controversial ending. Yeah, this is uh, what I was talking uh, about, I think. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, you're putting me on the spot. Uh, <laughs> without spoiling, without spoiling. Okay, so my honest opinions are the last book isn't that strong overall. So I think almost everything leading up to the book is pretty great. That last book, book seven specifically, isn't that great. Um, so... The original ending isn't that great because the book isn't that great. And it's almost that like the lead up isn't great. So the bad ending, I think, is actually a it's totally out of nowhere. and is not hinted at at all, but I kind of like it because I didn't like the lead up to it. But I totally get why people hate it. I totally get why people hate it. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I I'm one of those sickos. I mean, again, I read it when I was very young, but I was one of those sickos that did uh, like it. And I think thinking about it now, I still like it. But it's, 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 I don't want to say it's a fuck you, but it's one of those endings where you're like, oh man, really? Like, but I, I got what he was going for and I liked it. And in terms of the book, I agree. Uh, those books got more and more ape shit. And the last one, it, 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 for as long as it is, it's not, I remember it not being, uh, the best. So I, I, I think I would agree with that. Yeah. It kind of peaks, it peaks midstream in that series. Yeah. The yes. Last, the last one's totally a fuck you. That's a, that is the perfect way of saying it. Yeah. The last, there's a couple things in those last few books. Uh, I'll spoil one thing. The fact that Stephen King is in the books. I mean, there's a, <laughs> there's a couple of things in those books where you're like, dude, what are you talking about? I mean, he goes crazy, but, uh, I, I remember really enjoying reading them, but yeah, that last one is, is I remember not thinking was, uh, was not that great, but, uh, I haven't read them since I was a teenager, so I don't have a whole lot to say. I don't remember them enough, honestly. Yeah. They're kind of, they're kind of out there. I, I don't know if they're it's like too much to ever think I'm going to definitely go back and read them all though, too. Like you might want to, but man, you'd have to have some fucking time on your hands. I always find it so hard to rewatch certain things, and I found it almost impossible to reread certain things. It's just I, there's something about it. I, I'm different, so I go back and I'm like, eh, it's not what I remember. And I, uh, books like that, as long as they aren't as uh, how many they are, I just feel like it would be would be really fucking hard for me to reread. But uh, this has been the Ryan and Adam show. <laughs> this has been the Ryan and Adam show. I, uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, I'm going to talk about a book that I've read where the author is also included himself in it. Dan gave me the book, so there's there's a lot of intertwining things there. So uh, let's line them up.
That was just Aerosmith with Line Up. You may remember that song from a comical montage in the Ace Ventura Pet Detective film, a film that my guest Janicek and I, our guest, sorry, Ryan, didn't mean to bust rank on you. Yeah, what the fuck? Our guest, Dan Janicek and I, huge. Um, you know, I was a huge fan as well. I feel like I'm getting a lot of the, the shaft here. <laughs> I don't how, mean how, to give you the shaft. How close are we to a Pet Detective remake, realistically? Like, a Pet Detective remake saw, like with some no-name comedian. I hope far. I, I hope, hope very, very far, far from it. Yes. They made a third one with a fat kid. Oh, yeah, they did make a third one with a fat kid. <laughs> oh, man, we need a fourth one. We got to bring the fat kid back. What's he doing? No more fat kid, but I will say, um, not to interrupt you guys, because I know you guys have a huge uh, Carrie thing, but I will say Jim Carrey, and I think probably any kid from the 90s, was uh, enormous for me. And I actually saw all the 94 Carrie movies in the movies, uh, and I remember seeing Ace Ventura, and it like, I mean, it had a, it had a, it was just so silly to say, but I mean, I was only like five. It had like a profound effect on me, Ace Ventura. That first one was huge, huge. I remember trying to cut my hair to look like Ace Ventura's <laughs> hair, and my mom catching me. Like, I mean, that movie was humongous for me. Yeah, that's that can be said of the three of us, I think. And uh, I think honestly, sixty percent of the reason why Dan and I are friends is because of Jim Carrey. Without Jim Carrey, we wouldn't be here right now. Am I wrong, Dan? <laughs> no, JC, through all things are possible. Like, that's <laughs> he's the, you know, the be all end all of like comedian style, like comedic style. Like, that's, that's it. I, he, uh, like, he like defined what my humor was without me realizing it. Exactly. Yeah. What, what? And, and to take it back to when I saw it, I remember <clears throat> my, you know, who knows how good your memory is from five, but I faintly remember my dad being like, there's a movie out with this crazy guy, and he, he knew him from In Living Color, but I never knew him. I was five. And I just remember watching that movie, man. And the second one, I, I remember, I, I mean, I was, I, I saw The Mask. I saw fucking Dumb and Dumb and Dumber was enormous for me. And, and uh, unfortunately, I don't know if you guys saw, but I didn't think the sequel was very good. But the first one is still huge for me. But yeah, uh, Jim Carrey, man, he was... That dude was fucking enormous when we were when we were kids in the '90s. I mean, it it got in early for sure. That's what's amazing is, but like, why? Because I didn't watch Living Color. I didn't know who the hell that guy was. But like, why is why was he like in those huge cornerstone movies? It just like struck a chord with all of us at that age. It was like he's he's the funniest guy that's ever existed. He does all the <laughs> similar, but so funny. It, it, it's sort of miraculous that he got those three movies in one year and he was not, a, I guess he was sort of a nobody other than in living color. So the fact that he got these three hugely successful comedies, like immediately. And then it was like, I didn't see cable guy at first, but it was cable guy. It was liar, liar. It was like, he just was booming out hit after hit for those first few years. I mean, it was crazy. Hit machine. Yeah. Hit machine. And, and like when you're a kid, I wasn't watching like De Niro movies, so to me, it's like, yo, he's an actor. He changes his face, like he does different voices. Like to me, like as a kid, that was it was like this dude is this, and he actually turned out to actually be a pretty good actor. But as a kid, it was just like he was he was huge for sure, well, I definitely. Th I think he was successful because he apparently visualized a check for two million dollars, <laughs> and then I heard about that. Yeah, he willed two million dollars into his pocket for doing Dumb and Dumber. Which I, I haven't tried yet, but I guess I guess I it's worth a shot. You know, not much to, to lose. Be, to be that level of successful, you have to be so driven. You you have to be like almost sociopathically driven. Like you look at guys like him, who I think would just like he. Like you said he envisioned it and just just like went at it a hundred miles an hour and like. It works. It works. You know. I mean, I I can't do it, but he 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 was a big success. <laughs> so uh, two weeks ago, I get a, a Facebook message from someone I don't know, and it just says, "Hey, do, did you used to live in Sparta?" And I said, <laughs> "Yeah, I, I do. I did. I did live in Sparta on Poplar Lane." And she said, uh, "Oh, there's a package here for you. Come pick it up." <laughs> so I'm driving 
all the way to get this package. And the only thing that she told me about it was it was from Powell's Books, which is in Portland. So I immediately knew I was just, Dan sent me a book from Powell's Books to the wrong address, even though he knows my, my right address because he <laughs> sent me a, wed, a wedding invitation to my new address. So I don't know, I don't know where he's getting this intel from. So I confirm it's from him. And I even know that it's Jim Carrey's new book, which is called, um, it's a novel called Memoirs and Misinformation. And uh, I'm about a quarter of the way into it, maybe 60 or so pages, five chapters, what have you. It's pretty gone. It's pretty nuts. It's, uh, he's definitely trying to do a, uh, like a Kurt Vonnegut, like sort of in the fantastic realm, but it's also him hanging out with Nicolas Cage, but is it true or not? He's talking about Kelsey Grammer interrupting people's vision quests and stuff. It's really smoked. Did you, uh, Norm MacDonald had a book and I'm sure it was nowhere near, uh, it probably was very different, not that similar, but it was similar in the sense that it was an, it was called based on a true story. And it's great. It's actually a really awesome book, but it's like, it's a biography, but he goes off on these like Hunter S Thompson, like sort of like, adventures that you know are fake but there's like scenes where he's talking to lauren michaels and you're like i know that this didn't go down like this but you don't know how much of it is true and how much of it isn't so maybe this is becoming like a cool trend in comedians autobiographies where they just make them fucking crazy <laughs> yeah this is completely gone i think that the apocalypse is appending imp impending in this story right now oh wow and uh wow our story or his story? Or the story? <laughs> yes, there is an appending apocalypse. Jim Carrey's <laughs> going to come over and he's going to end this right now. He's our next no, guest. Please welcome. I would accept. I would accept the end if Jim Carrey came over to give it to me. <laughs> oh man, if he just like a rubber faced, you know, fucking crazy. What's the doodle? And like, just like. You know, press the big red button. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm here for it. That's if why. I open the door and he's talking with his ass, <laughs> and he tells me the end is soon and the end is nigh, I'll be like, you know what, man, you got it, you got it, you got me. The end is here. Yeah. No, but that's awesome though. It sounds like a pretty cool book. I mean, he's pretty gone. I I, I think. I mean, I heard about Marin recently. I know you did too, Adam. And uh, I, I think he says all these real out there goner sort of Buddhist kind of things and. Um, People assume he's crazy, but uh, I, I don't think so. I, I think he's one of those guys that's hit, gotten everything he's wanted and it didn't really like fill the void. So he's on this sort of spiritual journey to fill the void, you know, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Well, I found him to be very down to earth on that podcast, but this book, Same. this book is anything but this book is the Jim Carrey, the, you know, public persona TMZ. And I think that's sort of the point. Because he's 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 working on a takedown of celebrity and what that means and how right. that's you know expanded his loneliness. I guess that's I think you know I'm only I've only started this book. I think that's yeah, where ego, he's going. All that ego shit. Because there's yeah. some, there's sometimes where he's he's talking about how rich he is and how he has a Porsche and I think he's he's working towards something here. I, 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 it's probably building up to how all that like material and ego and fame did, you know, did made it worse or something, you know, like I'm sure there's a, a deeper point he's trying to make there. What I've been really fascinated with and this kind of like a person kind of taking the narrative and like rearranging it to make sense and make them, I mean, honestly look better. And I don't want to take anything away from, from JC, but I've, I've noticed <laughs> a few different things that I've been reading and listening and watching it, and what always comes back to me is I want to hear them tell this story five years ago and 10 years ago and 15 years ago. Cause Jim Carrey telling his own story in 2000 is much different than Jim Carrey telling the story in 2020 where he's yeah. been able to be like, this is what all this means. And this is what I envision. Like, I, 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 I think that people you're going to like, you know, like is that rose colored glasses where you're going to, you're going to find a way to make yourself sound better or smarter or more, you know, cutting edge. Uh, yeah. I wish you could like record yourself, you know, every five years and talk about 
you know, your life up until that point and then see like, oh, I was, I'm, I'm talking out of my ass, not literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but you're right, though. You always think like, I think, I'm, not not totally, but you're like, I think I'm sort of figuring it out. And boy, was I dumb 10 years ago. And like, if you listen to yourself in another 10 years, you probably think the same thing about how you sound now, where it's just like, you're probably right. Like Jim Carrey's trying to sum it up and be all wise and, and, and everything. But if you were to hear him tell the same story years ago, it probably would be very different. Yeah, the man's a chameleon. He can't be. You know, He's an interesting guy. He's a fascinating guy. When that guy goes, that's a guy that I think for years people will be, you know, that's eventually they'll make a movie where someone plays him. Like, he, I think he's just a really interesting, fascinating guy. And uh, wow, you, that, you're totally right. If someone's going to play him in a movie, and that's going to be a mind fuck. Well, that's yeah, what, I, that's yeah. what I was thinking about this book. This book would make an awesome movie, I think, if they just took this fantastic thing. It would have a. You know, it'd be a very Netflix movie. I feel like it would be similar to the This Is The End movie, but better just because it, it'll have personnel that I think I can really I can really identify with. Yeah, and maybe not as many penis jokes. <laughs> not, not that I not that I'm I, I laughed at that movie. I'm all for a good sure, penis joke, yeah. but I'm I'm assuming there'd be less. Yeah, I was actually, as I was doing the dishes today, I was getting angry at Judd Apatow for changing comedy films. Yeah, he... Isn't that the, isn't that the saddest thing you've ever heard? Scrubbing dishes like, Judd Apatow. Listen, if, can't, if you knew can't what I... can't have crazy Jim Carrey movies anymore. <laughs> what the hell, man? Now everything's got to be a two and a half hour movie about Pete Davidson <laughs> getting tattoos and being sad. Screw you, Judd Aptow. It, it is pretty sad, but I assure you without getting into it that what I think about while I'm watching Dishes is sadder. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it is a shame that he changed comedic styles. It is a shame that he was like, well, I guess you have to. It's to not, grow and whatever. It's, it's not his fault. You know, I mean, I yeah. love I, I, I love 40 year old virgin. It was awesome. And I loved it because it was different because right. it was this long comedy. You have these. to grow. You have to try different things. But, uh, but, to then, some but now it's not the different thing. Now it's the thing. Now there's the, it'll change again. I want, it'll morph I want, again. I want a slapstick resurgence. I want a Leslie Nielsen, By the Jim way, I Carrey agree. resurgence. Please, for the I love totally, of God. I totally, absolutely agree. And not like um, epic movie or any of those shitty parody movies, but like. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for like deeper feelings and like the human condition, all that shit. But I, I miss just like you're going to laugh for an hour and a half. This even like Ace Ventura, even if we look back at like Jim Carrey's early movies, just like you're going to watch a silly, over the top, stupid movie and it's going to make you laugh your ass off. Like I, you don't see them very often anymore. It seems like the audiences are not interested in that anymore. I, people have gotten so um, like dark about things. I, I miss I, so I agree with that. I would love to just see, like, uh, even if there's some depth or, or humanity, like in 40 Old Virgin, but like a comedy, something that's silly. I mean, I you don't see it really anymore. It is funny that there's no, there's really no depth whatsoever in uh, Ace Ventura. And there's a scene where you think that you're going to. He's kind of, he's like telling a story about a dream that he had. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then at the end, he just, you know, yanks it out from under you. I want that again. I want it again. Dan, did Dan? you Dan, did you see the movie The Nice Guys? Is, uh, who's in that? Russell Crowe and uh, who's the other guy? Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Russell Crowe in my head has only made Gladiator, so I don't <laughs> think he's made other movies. Was that the movie where... He was a slave in the fighting pits and had a yes. That's oh, the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that movie's great. Yeah, Walking Phoenix, Phoenix is good in that too. Yeah, I only know Walking Phoenix is the Joker because I'm an asshole, so I don't know. Uh, but, but dude, yo, speaking of Dan slapstick, uh, Gladiator. Um, yes, Nice Guys is very slapstick. It's nice seeing that Ryan Gosling can do something other than like stoic guy. I really liked it, but. Uh, did you ever hear what the premise for Gladiator 2 was going to be? Oh, there was even an idea for Gladiator? Guys, guys, oh. I got to find it, so maybe speak amongst yourselves, but you have to hear what the idea for Gladiator 2 was going to yeah, be, because it is fucking crazy. I heard a little bit about it, that they were going to do some sort of time travel thing, and it would be really cool to 
to do a really trashy sequel to a very classy movie. I actually just re I watched Gladiator for the first time in many, probably since I saw it in the theater last week, and uh, it holds up. You know, it is a it is a very solid film. But I, I, I love, yeah, I watched it last. I watched Gladiator last week. Are you doing the dishes? I wasn't doing the dishes. I was doing a, a Skype uh, movie night with some. We have a Skype movie club. I couldn't make it yesterday. I, I felt a little left out. But we watched Gladiator. Long ass movie. Movie's almost long. three hours long. Gladiator's super long. It's epic and it's amazing. And uh, I was kind of uh, shocked at how the plot, they, they really lay, the, the plot is pretty fifth grade. You know, you don't need to be uh, a genius to figure out everybody's motivations and everything. They really lay it out for you, but uh, I mean, it's just like the production value and you know the the direction, the editing, the cinematography. It's a top notch movie. Russell Crowe kills it. I, I I'm all about it. Great slapstick comedy scenes. <laughs> I'm so there's there's a little incest in there before incest was cool. Yes, it's so cool now <laughs> and glad <laughs> Gladiator. It was, uh, in incest is all the rage now, and uh, Gladiator was sort of before its time with that. Yes. Is, have you, I, please tell me you found the plot for Gladiator 2. So I'm we can... so upset that I can't find it. I, I'm well, While you're searching, I have a totally off-topic question Perfect. for Ryan. Yeah, all right. Why is your name Ryan Jompkins on Skype? <laughs> um... God, you know, I don't really have an answer for that, to be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, you're not even close. Like, looking at my keyboard, like, that's not even close. I think um, <laughs> I think it was something that uh, Jason from the Butter Boys used to call me as a joke, but I can't for the life of me remember the origins of it. Wait, uh, uh, here see what Ryan was here. making it impossible for me to find him too because he said, "Oh, do my email, not my phone." But they're both Ryan Jompkins. Just one <laughs> is both lower cases, and one just Jompkins is lowercase. And I'm, I, I was, it was very confusing because I, I also don't know your email or your phone number off the top of my head. But I know oh, your man, name, I, and I know your name is Ryan Jompkins. It's Jompkins. Listen, guys, I'm sorry. You know, I feel like I'm blowing it here by this not is, being able to find out what the second one was going to be such about. A, such a major disappointment. I, I know that they're, apparently they're making a Passion of the Christ, too. That should be interesting. Caves ultimately rejects script surfs on the internet. The script having Maximus being reincarnated by the Roman. Roman gods and returned to Rome to defend Christians against persecution, then transported to other important periods in history, including World War II and the Vietnam War, and finally being a general in the modern day Pentagon. The script for the sequel, however, was rejected as being too far fetched. No, not far fetched enough. Yeah, I say I want him to go to the future. I, like, why even like sit, except like, like today? I want the last scene to be him on Mars, like fucking slicing Martians' heads off. <laughs> Uh, you know what? Why not? Let's get fucking crazy. I'm all about it. That sounds yeah, starter. Yeah, kickstart it. And, and throw Jim Carrey in there. Are you guys now? <laughs> you guys are more up to date on the Jim Carrey movies than me. I remember you guys were the ones that were like, "Hey, I saw the like the number twenty three or like I love you, Philip Morris." And I'm like, man, I've I've fallen out of the uh, the Carrey sphere. Did uh, I know Adam didn't see it? But Dan, did you see Sonic the Hedgehog? I really want to. Um, I've I haven't acquired enough drugs or alcohol to watch it properly yet. <laughs> I, I've heard nothing but good things, and uh, I need to watch that. Uh, Dan, please tell me you're not still blowing it on Man of the Moon. I've not seen Man of oh. the Moon. I, Whoa! Oh. I think I have a good reason, though. All right. Good, I don't know shit about Andy Kaufman. I don't know a goddamn. That's why you watch the movie. Thing. You watch the movie and you know what you need he's, to know. He's an interesting guy, and and I guess probably it would be better to know a little about him. But you don't got to know that much, Adam. Did you see the documentary where? He, of course, of sort course. Of the beginning of Jim Carrey's insanity, where he like turned into Andy Kaufman. It's fucking crazy. Yes, this this these are things. I feel bad for calling you out because I knew that you probably <laughs> still haven't seen it. 
It's all good. Have you guys seen his uh, Showtime show, uh, Kidding? I uh, no, I haven't seen that. I saw the one he produced about the Comedy Store. That show is uh, okay. He's not in it though. Well, he's in Kidding, and I've never seen it, but it feels like uh, bizarrely like underground for something with somebody so big in it. And it's surprising. Is that show still on, or is it done for? I think it's still on. I think it's made by. Uh, I think it's made by. Is it made by Spike Jones? Is it made? I think it's made by the Internal Sunshine director, which. Uh, oh, uh, Charlie not- Kaufman. No, no, Charlie Kaufman wrote that. He, uh, I think it was Spike Jones that directed it. I, I'd have uh, to look it up, but that movie's pretty cool. Oh no, the French guy. Um, oh, you're right, Michel right, right, Andre uh, or whatever. He did I, I that. don't know. Whatever, it doesn't matter. I think Spike Jones makes kidding. It doesn't matter. Forget it. it doesn't matter. <laughs> Why'd you even bring it up? I don't know. I'm sweaty. It's very hot in here, and I've just <laughs> ate a banquet dinner, a shitty frozen dinner. And I feel kind of – I got a little stomachache. The uh, the movie that Dan and I really bond on, I think, even though we've we've talked strictly Ace Ventura, the, the, the big one is Liar Liar. That's the huge oh, one. Absolutely. See, 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 Dumb and Dumber was that for me. I, I, I loved uh, – I still love Dumb and Dumber. Liar Liar, don't get me wrong, was huge. And it, it, I, I think it holds up. Does Liar Liar hold up? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. It, there's like not – there's not like too much dated stuff in there. Not, like that's the thing about Jim Carrey is he's not referential as a comedian in these big movies. So they're kind of evergreen. You can watch them and like, yeah, maybe slapstick isn't in, but like there's always going to be something funny about, cause he delivers it like a thousand percent, like genuinely. So it's like, totally he, overdoes it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, liar, liar. Absolutely holds up. You know what's funny about Liar Liar is he says things in that movie and uh, they're not even the truth. They're just like, you know, why don't you just not say anything? You know, like he, <laughs> there's, there, there's moments where he yells something at somebody and it's like, he probably could have just not even said anything. <laughs> I don't know. I just, you're just going to ruin Liar that. Liar right now. No, 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 no. You're going to no, tear, you're going to gut Liar Liar, liar, liar from the inside out. No, liar, liar is cool. Look, I, I'm not going to rip up. Uh, you got to watch I, liar, liar, and yes, man. Back. <laughs> oh shit! Uh-oh. I lost, lost you. I lost, lost your Dan sound for a second. Oh shit! You lost my sound. Yeah. There you are. There you are. Oh shit! Sorry. Yeah. Liar um, and yes, man are like spiritual successors. I've never seen uh, yes, man. Worth seeing. Yeah, absolutely worth seeing. Like to me, like he. W- my like dark period with uh, with JC is fucking me myself and Irene. Like once you once he hit that, I was like, you lost me. I'm not funny. Don't really get it. I uh, like me myself yeah, and gotta, Irene. I think you should watch it again. Yeah, think, it's, oh. it's not bad. All right. As a All young right. as a young man, it, it was a little. It creeped me out a little bit, but it is you can appreciate it a lot more as an you adult. You know, talk about being creeped out as a, as a kid. I saw Liar Liar on one time on TV Guide channel and I turned it on, but it wasn't the same Liar Liar. It was some sleazy Lifetime movie that was super gross and sleazy. <laughs> I, I, w- I would advise people not to search this movie, but it was called Liar Liar. As a kid, it was very deceiving. <laughs> well, that's Perfect like there's title. The Mask and there's Mask. Yes. Those are two. Very different movie. Similar. Similar. But this was some sleazy Canadian Lifetime movie about, like, molestation or some shit. Like, it was the darkest thing for a little kid to turn on and think he was going to see a Jim Carrey movie. Uh. <laughs> um, uh. Yeah, it's Jim, Jim, Jim Carrey rules. Let's do, our, let's do it. Let's do the East first West. Are we ready for that? All right. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. Okay. The break is going to last an entire week. Uh, for the listener, but it's going to last 20, 20 seconds for us. Is that cool? Wait, are, you, are you serious? Are we done? Uh, I didn't say we were done. I said we're going to uh, take a week long break. But we're an hour in. You're saying we're an hour in? I'm saying that I'm going to uh, I'm going to do a, a little do thing. It. Okay, I'm looking up top. I see that we're an hour in, and I cannot believe that this went so fast. Well, yeah, we're not done though. As long as that's cool with you, Dan. I just want to talk about X Files, so like. Whoa. Oh, all right. God. Okay, here we're gonna take a we're gonna take a break, uh, listener. We'll see you next week. 
When we come back, X-Files talk. Wait, do you only have one listener? Yes. The listener is is in the house. Before we go, <laughs> may I say, maybe I quote something right before we go on break for a week. Yes, yeah, sure. Are you ready? Okay. All right, all right, all right. All right, here we go. All right. Good morning. And in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Tone, put that big-ass size 13 on and kick it for the homies. <laughs> Yo, ace is for hire A floor room showpiece Solvable crime to the hot damn police Trying to do it legal Looking for a dolphin beating on an eagle Nothing ever planned Remember, ace got the face of a helpful detective man Crazy like Harpo Busted out windows in his Monte Carlo Loud clothes, black boots, duck style hair No time for a suit But I don't give a damn if he's way out Yo, tell him who's in the house I don't believe they heard ya. No X in the house. Yo, tell them one more time. No X in the house. Tell them who's in the house. No X in the house. I don't believe they heard ya. No X in the house. Is he running things? No X in the house. Is he doing things? No X in the house. I need to know. No X in the house. Don't worry, ma'am. Ace will find your pussy. Cat, that is. You know, uh, Ace, I was uh, checking you out and everything, and I have to admit, you are the best pet detective there is. Although, uh, you are the only pet detective there is, but you're still number one. I got to go, uh, my zebra's double parked outside. Peace to the west side tribe. Tell them who's in the house. 